0: This episode of Fusion and Hockey Podcast is sponsored by Sandborn's Boys. This new sports novel by Benji Mellaris is available on Amazon. Order your copy of Sandborn's Boys today. So, it was a pretty rough day yesterday for the hockey world. Uh, found out yesterday morning that Colby Cave had passed away after suffering from a brain bleed a couple days ago. He had been in a coma, medically induced coma, for a couple days. Uh, 25 years old, uh, he, former Boston Bruin, former Edmonton Oiler, played 11 games in the NHL just this season and uh, died Yesterday, very sad day. By all accounts, a uh, very fantastic person. Infectious smile, positive attitude.
1: Yeah, so, I mean, this news totally kind of blindsided me and the rest of the hockey world. I mean, it's just absolutely tragic. This whole, the the news that he initially had, the brain bleed, kind of came out of nowhere, right? And, I mean, yeah, as you said it, it just seems that everywhere you look, everybody's saying that this guy was anybody who had any interaction with the guy. Uh, he said it was absolutely fantastic. So you know, it just it, it sucks. I mean, you rarely see this kind of thing, where with 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 just sports players in general, but like hockey, especially. I can't remember the last time we had an active player pass away, and yeah, it just kind of comes out of nowhere. These things you can never really expect it, and yeah, absolutely tragic. I mean, it just it, it comes out of nowhere and. I, I honestly, I don't really know what to say other than like condolences to the family and, and really anybody who knew him because yeah, it's just, it, and it's, and, it, and it sounded like, right. Cause we initially heard about the brain bleed about a week ago and then, you know, they they were talking about it. a couple days later, they said, you know, they were going to keep him in the coma to let his brain heal. So it sounded like he was on the path to recovery. And then it just, and then, and then we didn't really hear anything for a few days. And then you know it just hits it hits the like it just hits the Twitter feed you know and then the news comes out that he died and it's just it, it really kind of blindsides you you know.
0: Yeah, I, I I more understood. I got the impression that they were hoping the the brain would heal rather than it was the likely thing because his his wife Emily did a couple of days before come out with uh, some sort of some sort of no tap statement saying we need a miracle. So at that point, a lot of people were were thinking, oh, this might this might actually be really bad. And that is how it turned out.
1: Yeah. But even then, you know, that kind of the, the, the like the, the the seriousness didn't really hit, you know, we need a miracle, but like, you know, in this, in this hockey world where we don't really see like tragedies, like even the closest thing we had was like Jay bloomister when he collapsed on the bench, but he turned out to be perfectly fine. Obviously he might not play hockey, but the fact is right. What matters is that he, he's still, he's still, you know, alive and well today. But like, uh, other than that, I mean, it's just, the, the, the seriousness really didn't hit until until the news kind of came out because, you, you know, they, they say, you know, we're looking for a miracle, but still you, you kind of expect them to pull through, and it's just it really hits hard, when, when and you can see it hit everybody. I mean, it, it just comes out of nowhere, frankly, and, and in these times of, you know, COVID and, and everybody's stressed out and everybody's, you know, worried about that, and to have this, this brain bleed, this unrelated brain bleed just kind of hit out of nowhere, uh, it, it really, you know, shit really hit the fan.
0: Yeah, if uh, if you want to go outside the NHL, there was of course the the Humboldt crash about two years ago, uh, another another tragedy, and there was the I think in about two thousand and ten, the KHL team whose their name is escaping me had a a plane crash and with which uh, most or all of the team passed away, including Pavel Dimitra, uh, was probably the most prominent name on that team. So, um, so yeah, those are some other uh, some hockey related. Uh, deaths that have happened in, in relatively recent memory, but yeah, Colby Cave obviously like those, a uh, big surprise, and also kind of an active NHLer kind of hits a little bit, a little bit closer to home for for some people.
1: Yeah, absolutely, the active NHL thing, you know, like you mentioned those 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 past two and not to minimize them or anything, but you know, neither of those you know involved an in, in active NHL player. Just you know, we just it was just a couple months ago. Like if you're watching the Oilers, this guy's on the ice, right, and. uh yeah, just it absolutely yeah. terrible, and uh, yeah, just heartfelt condolences to everybody involved. Yeah, so uh,
0: we do have a, a little something of a of a show planned. Beyond that, uh, the NHL actually has been in discussions about um, a possible playoff that would happen if the NHL season were able to continue in some form. We have made it very clear several points over the past month or so on the show that we are pretty pessimistic about the possibility of the NHL returning. But the NHL still, even if they're being optimistic on the surface, uh, and if they are pessimistic in reality, they still need to, to plan for these things in case, you know, pie in the sky and everything goes perfectly well for the next little while and we get to finish the season. So it seems like a foregone conclusion that if the NHL does continue, that they would be doing it in a single venue and i think the front runner for it was the arena used by the university of north dakota which holds about 16,000 people not that the the capacity of the arena would matter because of course there would be no spectators oh no what 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 are your thoughts about this the single venue thing for for the nhl as a possibility
1: well i think it's certainly an interesting possibility i think in this unprecedented times the nhl is really looking at uh, a number of ways to you know continue the season because what it seems like uh, the message that we've been seeing even just from the the wording of the word you know pause and all of that it really does seem like the NHL wanted, wants to get the season over with uh, but not just get it over with but they want some sort of playoff and what, what we can tell they also want to finish the regular season in some capacity now I don't know how realistic that is given the circumstances uh, and then this 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 scenario uh, obviously it's it's. It's it's a possibility. It's got its flaws, like basically any plan at this point. Uh, so you know, let's 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 dive into the intricacies a little bit. Uh, apparently, uh, a lot of the players, it seems, and I think the league is on board with this as well. They wanna they wanna have some sort of regular season. I don't think anybody wants to jump into the playoffs right away. So given that, you know, I is this gonna be a single venue thing? Like, are yeah, we gonna split them? Is it just gonna be the stadium in North Dakota? Uh, I don't think that's Realist. i don't think that's particularly realistic i think uh what what would mm, probably the more realistic scenario there would be you split them maybe into two stadiums because having 30 teams if you want to play some sort of regular season uh at that point you need to play a whole bunch of games uh in order to you know even if you say add you you make the threshold 70 that's still i don't know 50 something games you need to play and to have them in one stadium I don't know how realistic of a possibility that is. So realistically, I think you split them into maybe the Eastern Conference and the Western Conference. You say, screw the inter matchups. And then you just kind of have everybody play up to the threshold. Uh, when it comes to, you know, the logistics, uh, I mean, I don't know. I, I guess what the plan here is that you would sequester the players and the, you know, the essential staff into, say, a hotel. Or if it's the, you know, the University of North Dakota, you put them in the dorms or something. But then at that point, you know, like, who do you cut it off at, right? Uh, do you do you let in, you know, the families of the players, the families of the essential staff? Uh, and then do you just lock them down in this hotel or dormitory or whatever it is? Uh, so I think there are still a number of questions that need to be asked. And uh, I think the NHL is looking to many options. Uh, and this is just one of them. And and, and I think if they were to uh, yeah. actually continue with this, I think they would definitely have to address you know, basically all of these concerns uh, and, and really and especially the most important one at this point is, you know, testing of the players to make sure everybody's healthy and COVID, ne- COVID negative.
0: Yeah, I feel like the, going back to something you said a little earlier, I feel like the, the main reason why most of the players want to finish the regular season before jumping into the playoffs is that, well, a lot of players and trainers have shown concern that, well, if you're just cold and dry jumping into all right, your game one of the playoffs after however many months off then uh players are at a much higher risk of getting injured than they otherwise would be so you need to have some sort of warm-up period but on the other hand like do you really want your last regular season games that are deciding if you could get into the playoffs or not for teams on the bubble you want those to be be your warm-up game so i feel like you're you're gonna need to have some sort of training camp period either way, and I think that, well, I think maybe I was thinking the idea of maybe like an ex- exhibition games as warm up for the playoffs and just forgetting the regular season altogether, going with points percentage. Uh, I know a lot of teams that are on the bubble would think that that's unfair, especially in the the tight. Well, I guess both tight wild card races would think that's unfair, but uh, I mean you know. Sorry, you know, there's nothing we can do. It's a strange set of circumstances, of course, and I think that's probably the best thing to do is go with points percentage. Uh, I think it was Pierre LeBrun proposed the idea of, because right now, the team with the least amount of games played is 68, that they just, that they eliminate, like, either the last three or the first three games for teams that have played, like, 71 games or, or 70 or 69 or whatever. They take off those amount and do everything by either the team's first 68 or last 68 games to balance out the games played uh i'm not i'm really not not a fan of that it seems so so stupid that some teams would have already played games and then you're not counting them at all so i feel like points percentage is the way to go also because i don't like the idea of bringing back the basement dwellers like the Red Wings, the Senators, the Kings, the Devils, to play some meaningless regular season games after so many months off because, of course, they would be totally checked out and they would feel like they're, they're being exposed to injury risk and not to mention COVID risk for, for them for no reason. So they, they would be checked out and they would give an unfair advantage to the teams that are playing against them. And so, yeah, I don't like the idea of finishing off a regular season, even though that is almost definitely what would happen, considering everyone seems to be on the same page without, about that. But if, if it were my decision to make, uh, we'd be going by points percentage, and we'd be doing maybe two or three exhibition games to, uh, to warm up for the playoffs. And playoffs onward, I don't know, five-game series at the beginning, maybe. We, we've talked about that before.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And uh, I think you had a number of, of great points there. And I just, yeah, I think if you're you're getting in these basement dwellers like Detroit, even Montreal, and they none of them really have a shot to make the playoffs, given the, you know their points distance, I think you'll see you know a bunch of All Star game efforts from these teams, and you know it won't be great for the TV and and for just the comparative balance of the league going into the playoffs. Uh, so I think exhibitions is probably the right way to go. Uh, you don't really need to include the playoff uh, the non playoff teams. Just have just do it by point percentage and have whoever's there just play. Uh, and going back to eliminating the games like uh, that, Pierre LeBrun idea. Yeah, I don't like the fact that you know some games don't count. Some games, you know, they they it counts for one team but it doesn't for the other because you know the imbalance in the games played. So yeah, just none of that really seems to be appealing. The the probably the best one. Yeah, absolutely. I don't really see any flaws with points percentage. Obviously, some teams would be like would just miss it, but you know, I mean, look at the circumstances. It sucks for you, but frankly, like nobody no matter what, the playoffs this year will be held with an asterisk forever. You know, it's like uh, everybody knows, everybody will know in, in, in the future, you know, like this wasn't really a real Stanley Cup playoffs. It wasn't a complete regular season. Uh, and so, you know, I think what we're all looking for at this point is, you know, just, just some sort of uh, return into some, any sort of hockey at this point. Uh, and if the players are trying their hardest because they do think, you know, there's the Stanley Cup at the end, I think that's all for the better and if that really does happen I'll be, sure, I'll be sure to watch it.
0: Oh yeah, for sure. I feel like there's there's a lot of a lot of fun in playing around the NHL could do if they ended up playing games in, in an empty arena, which might end up happening anyway if they don't finish this season and uh, during next season they'll have to play in empty arenas. Uh, so first of all, you've got the whole, you know, lack of crowd noise, so the the players talking and you know obviously like the regular game noise pucks and sticks and ref bristles whatever are gonna you're gonna you're gonna hear that stuff and so i don't know if the if networks would have to go to some extra level to to censor the players or like i don't know i don't know how that technology would work of cutting out make sure you can't hear what they say because i'm sure uh most networks wouldn't be too fond of all the the uh inevitable f-bombs and uh other other swear words flying around and not not to mention uh slurs that are probably unfortunately tossed out like jelly beans every game so uh that that would be one interesting aspect to follow not not to mention I feel like uh, well, I was listening to, uh, to Puck Soup yesterday and they threw out ideas of like, you know, the 50-50 raffle that nobody wins and like gritty dumping popcorn on empty seats. So so things like that. I don't know. There are probably a ton more that I'm not thinking of. That would be that would be a lot of fun. Oh, the t-shirt cannon was another one. Someone comes out on the ice intermission and, <laughs> and cannons off the t-shirts into empty seats. There's fun ideas like that. I don't know. I love it.
1: Yeah. I mean, those ideas are absolutely hysterical. I just... I don't know if the NHL has a sense of humor to pull those off, but if they manage to do it, someone, if one millennial, uh, in the NHL front office proposes that kind of thing, I mean, anything that, honestly, the NHL is probably the least self-aware league there is. And so anything that kind of pokes fun at the situation and what it is, uh, I think would be absolutely hilarious. At this point, my bar for the uh, sense of humor for this NHL is is extremely low. I mean we were talking about Wes McCauley uh is a superstar ref just because he does things funny once in a while. We've talked about this before. Uh and so, yeah, uh you do a little 50-50 raffle. Uh <laughs> yeah Irene, yeah, T-shirt cannons, do the do the whole shebang. I also heard, you know, the wave, uh, but but nobody really does it. Um, it's yeah. just one guy in a seat. Uh, and so uh, yeah it's just uh Anything, anything, I mean, anything to make any sort of light humor in this, in this kind of environment, uh, I think is much needed and it would be extremely appreciated.
0: Yeah. I I just, I feel like maybe the burden of humor in this scenario would fall more on the teams themselves rather than the league. Like like, for example, like, would the Hurricanes still do a storm surge? I think that would be hilarious to do a storm surge in front of an empty arena. Oh, that would be great. And also, like, you know, the, you know, the Canadians, I don't know if other teams do this. They probably do. Uh, and they do the three stars at the end of the game, and the first star always, like, tosses pucks into the stands in, like, the first, second rows. Whoever, like, Carey Price coming out to uh, salute an empty arena and tosses pucks into the, the front row of empty seats, stuff like that. It would be, it would be absolutely gold.
1: Yeah, have the in-arena in arena manager, game manager, you know, put on the, the Fed du bruit. Uh, that shit would be hilarious. I mean, you could hear that going on in the background. You hear dead silence. Uh, that that would be the shit. I mean, yeah.
0: Yeah, there was also like the, I don't know who proposed it, but the idea of holding some sort of contest or tournament to decide like to only have like I don't know some small number of fans like I don't like 10 fans be able to sit and watch their teams play either in an empty arena in the playoffs or maybe I guess this could still pertain to next regular season so I I feel like there's a lot you could possibly do with that if you don't want the arena to be totally empty to have a, a couple lucky fans of any particular team be able to watch the game up close and not only that but uh, to be to be able to have themselves heard by the players, which of course, if you've ever been to a hockey game live, you know that for some reason many hockey fans are prone to uncontrollably yelling shoot on the power play. And uh, that was all, that was also one of the other funny things someone pointed out. Like if the players are playing an empty arena, then how will they know when to shoot on the power play? Stuff like that, very funny. And uh, so I don't know, imagine imagine you're watching a game on TV with like only a couple fans in the arena, and you can very clearly. Hear them yell, shoot, and hear them talking to and or yelling at their favorite or least favorite players.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And, and then, and uh, then, just an idea like uh, we're talking about—you know, very select few fans. Why not, you know, reward some of some of the heroes that we've been? Uh, everybody's been praising over the last few last uh, last whole COVID pandemic thing. You know, these frontline workers. Uh, obviously they're extremely busy right now, but if it does end up calming down to the point where we can't have you know these limited fan interactions, why not put a bunch of them in the seats uh obviously show social distance but uh I mean if we're talking about uh these people as our heroes right now because of the great work that they do uh day in, day out uh I think we should you know for if that's a possibility for the NHL and the teams uh to put these people in the seats yeah I like that idea I like that idea I hadn't
0: really thought of that but that's a, that's a pretty nice angle for it uh so we had um one one activity planned. do you want to get started with that now
1: all right sure so we teased it last sure. week a little bit as a potential idea uh and it is easter today and the first thing you think of when you think easter at least for me you think the easter bunny and what is the easter bunny in the end he's just a big mascot uh and so today we've got ourselves a mascot quiz all right so the format of this is pretty simple I got 12 mascots that I picked because I thought they would be only 12 because I thought these would be the 12 most interesting. Uh, If you want, I can pull up uh, uh, some more because it's relatively simple. And so I will name you the name of the mascot and you tell me uh, what team they play for. And some of them, you know, "Ah, I can get pretty tricky. I looked them. Obviously, I didn't take gritty because, you know, a little too easy there. But uh, a lot of these, you know, they're pretty obscure. And so I don't know how easy they'll be. Maybe I'll throw you a couple bones later uh, if it gets too lopsided. So left twelve. Uh, do you want to set a percent uh, target that you want to hit? Uh,
0: well, I'm not exactly sure what level of difficulty you picked for these mascots. So, uh, I think maybe I'll I'll let you pick the the clearing number. And if if I really get off to such a great start or such a poor start, then maybe we can readjust as we go along.
1: Okay. How about how about uh. Well, I've got 13 now. I just added one just off the top of my head. And uh, so we'll make it eight. How's eight sound? All right. Okay. I'll do that.
0: Right. I'll try to get All eight. Right.
1: Okay. All right. First one. Uh, I, I added them in progressive difficulty. I think the easiest ones are at the top. So so Finn the, uh, fin fin the, the Whale. Finn the Whale?
0: Yes. The Whale. All right. Uh, I think... Just because their logo is a whale of sorts, I'm gonna guess Vancouver.
1: All right, we're off to a good start. We're off to a good start over here in the mascot quiz. Uh, second all right. of all, we've got uh we've got Hunter.
0: Hunter, oh, that's the Oilers logo. Whose name I forgot last week—the really scary-looking one. Okay. Yeah, right. There
1: you go. All right, all right. Last week's uh, last week's player poll comes in handy, and we've got Hunter for two for two. Off to a pretty good start right now. Okay, uh, that's good. Yeah, pretty good, pretty good. Now what if I hit you with Wild Wing?
0: Uh it has wing in it, so I'm gonna guess the Detroit Red Wings.
1: Uh unfortunately, the Detroit Red Wings, their their mascot is uh octopus. Man, you really well, didn't think this was correct. Yeah. Uh Wild Wing, you think wing, you're on the right track, sort of. Then you gotta think bird. Right, and uh what's the next logical thing? Maybe you think the penguin would be wrong, but it's actually the ducks. Uh the Anaheim Ducks, that's their mascot, the wild wing. Uh, so we're running at two to one right now. Uh two out of three. Up next we have Stinger.
0: Stinger. Oh, I feel like I can I can picture Stinger. It's like a bug, right? Kind of.
1: Uh, I'll give you Am a I hint. That hint. He's a wasp.
0: Okay, um, man, there's one team that came to mind first, so I'm gonna I'm gonna go with my go with my gut on that one. My guess is the Minnesota Wild.
1: No, sorry, uh, it is the Columbus Blue Jackets, uh, and I'm looking at the thing right now, and I don't see any sort of relationship between Blue Jackets and uh, and Stinger. Although, although technically his species is Yellow Jacket. And so maybe that's the connection, yellow jacket, blue jackets. Yeah, uh, funny, enough, funny enough, funny Stinger was actually on their uniform until 2002 uh, from uh, you know their expansion in 2000. So for a couple seasons, if you follow the Columbus Blue Jackets, you would know that Stinger was on their jersey. Uh, and so we are at 50% you know right now. Yeah. You know what? I feel like. The
0: Columbus Stingers would have been a much better name for a team than the Blue Jackets and also probably would have provided much better logos than the Blue Jackets logo is.
1: 100%. I think you're absolutely right. I mean, what the hell is a Blue Jacket? Are we talking about that? I mean, huh. well, what is a Blue Jacket? Actually, I'm going to look it up right now because uh, it just seems so stupid uh, that I have no idea what it is. Um, it's something,
0: something from the Army. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But it's like, it's uh, like one of the we,
1: corporal branches. Okay, name, origin... Uh, anybody? Uh, okay, so it pays homage to Ohio's contribution to American history, uh, especially during the state of Ohio uh, and their contributions to the Union Army. Eh, that's especially especially what? Especially, uh, especially during especially the... the Civil War. Uh, so we're oh, really okay, taking okay. it back. Uh, I don't like such a name. I think absolutely. If you put Stingers on there, uh, a thousand times better. We talked about the logo. I don't think either of us really liked it uh because it i don't know it's kind of we don't really know what it is uh we talked about it's the ohio flag but it kind of looks shitty uh so the american uh, flag. yeah no well actually uh correction it's not oh, actually really? the american flag it's actually the the state flag of ohio uh that somebody sent me that correction shout out to you and uh yeah it's actually the ohio flag that's wrapped around and uh not the american one so uh fun oh, fact it's even it's even and, more of uh, a
0: ripoff than i thought
1: yeah, exactly. So it's a rip off of a rip off. What do you know? Um, so moving on, moving on. Uh, this one uh, I don't like this one either. But uh, you know, actually, I I can get the I get the connection. I guess uh, maybe you'll get it. Sparta cat.
0: Sparta cat.
1: Yeah. Oh And man. if you ever need a hint, if you ever need a hint, you can ask for it, and I'll give you the species of the of the mascot. Uh,
0: you know. You know, I think this is going to be a much more annoying quiz than I thought, because I've heard all these names before, and I just, I can't, I can't pinpoint them to, I mean, okay, Cat, you think of Florida Panthers, but logic like that has done me wrong in the past, but on the other hand, I can't think of any other team who it would logically, wait, you said you would give the species of the animal yeah. as a hint? Yeah. Okay, yeah. yes, I would like sure. the species, please.
1: He's a lion, and, and let me give you a hint, you're actually right- and not saying that it's Florida. And I'll tell you to, to focus more on the Sparta part of the name than the cat.
0: Okay, okay. Thank you for, for that hint. Sparta. Um, I'll be honest. I barely know what that means. Uh, so, uh, something something to do with, like, government? Or, yeah, I don't you're know. You're getting
1: there. You're getting there.
0: Am I? Okay. Oh, so is it... Oh, it's either Washington or Ottawa. You know? Oh, man. Why? Wa- I you know Washington's is like like a bird. So I I'm gonna guess the Sens.
1: Yes, you're absolutely right. Uh the really? job, good no job. Way. Yeah, it's the Senators and uh, actually Sparta is a uh, it's a former Greek empire. And if you made that connection, right? So if you, you think of Greece and well it's not I think I don't think it was part of the Greek Empire, but it was in that region. And so you think Sparta, and then you make the connection to senators, right? Like uh, you know, that's where they got their name from, right? The ancient Greek senators uh so uh or the roman senators uh i don't know my my history too well but uh one of them and that's the connection i was hoping you make you made it good for you uh so we're at three three out of five pretty good pretty good now we got a couple of my favorites not gonna lie uh just because i don't know it just seems like somebody was trying a bit too hard and it's pretty evident so uh first one we have victor e rat oh
0: oh oh man that's dallas right the victor e
1: Sorry, no. Victor E. Rat is actually the Florida Panthers. Uh, no, and the oh, rat is their is the their, uh, oh, is their no. animal. Yeah, come on, come on. I thought that would, uh... but yeah, Victory Rat. Uh, and then actually, the fact they said Dallas is very interesting. Giving up that putting these next two in a row. Uh, the next one is Victor E. Green, and uh, that's, I think Dallas. You, that's Dallas. That's correct. Dallas. Correct. There are two Victor uh, E
0: mascots uh, in
1: the NHL? (laughs) Yeah, I just wanted to point that out. Uh, Extremely stupid. I mean, a typical NHL, like, like nobody fucking thought of this one. Uh, Nobody thought this through, frankly. And uh, a Victor E rat and a Victor E green, they made the same fucking joke. Victor and then E (laughs) as their middle name. Uh, Frankly, it's outrageous. (laughs) (laughs) um, Through my research, this is by far the stupidest thing I've come across uh funny enough funny enough they actually spelled victor differently uh you want to guess which one starts with a which one has a k and which one has a c you have any sort of indication
0: uh i don't remember there being a k in dallas's
1: so i guess is the k in florida's (laughs) yeah so florida's got the k uh and uh dallas has got the c so the two victor e's uh they're they're fucking making the same joke i I, I can't believe the lawsuit
0: waiting to happen (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah. Who came up with the first? Uh, and uh, yeah, who thought of the first? And actually, funny enough, the green is actually a former reference to... It's a, it's a reference to former owner owner Norman Green. You'd think that it has to do with their color scheme. I guess probably that. But also, their owner used to be named Norman Green. So fun fact, just thought I'd throw that in there. Wait, let me see if I can find the dates wow. that they were introduced. Uh, so we can see who... Coffee yeah, yeah i'm curious about that um so let me just see uh wait a second all right so You're looking up like victor e rat origin yeah. date okay so fucking christ i think they named them one month apart uh so
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> september 13th 2014 the stars introduced victor e green october 2014 the Panthers introduced Victor E rat. And so, wow. uh, yeah, fucking, I, I guess, yeah, I don't even know. Did they coordinate well, this stuff? Because it's the pants. Yeah, really maybe scary. I hope so. I hope it's like the
0: same guy. Like somebody worked in like the, the Dallas, I don't know, marketing, whatever art thing, whoever picks the mascot and then quit and joined the Panthers and did the exact same thing. And and he was like, "Oh, Dal! Oh no, no! This is how it must have happened. He must have been working for the Panthers, and knew that they planned to reveal Victor Irat in October. And when he got <laughs> fired, and when he got fired and joined the Stars, he came up with something so excru- excruciatingly similar, convinced them to 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 re- reveal it in September, which would make the, it look like the Panthers copied the Stars, getting revenge for them firing them." Wow, that's, what happened. that's it. That's it right there. That's
1: perfect. Uh, yeah, that's, so yeah, that's what it must have been. Victory greed and victory rat. Uh, you were 50% on the Victor uh this week on the mascot quiz. Moving on, moving on from uh, yeah, moving on from that stupidity, we have Sparky the dragon.
0: Oh, oh, this is this is annoying, man. Oh, because I know Sparky, I, I can see Sparky. Oh, okay, I'm thinking, I'm going through the teams in my head in in alphabetical order. Okay. It's not, uh, man. Okay. I I, I don't want to get this one wrong because I feel like if I think about it long enough, then the right answer will come to me. So I don't, I don't know. I couldn't tell you how long it's going to be, but I feel like I've recently seen Sparky the dragon involved in some sort of some sort of like playoff opening game ceremony, like deep in the playoffs, like the third round or the Stanley cup finals. I don't think it's the golden Knights because I think I know who their mascot is and it's not Sparky, the dragon, even though that's kind of the first team I, I thought of, uh, I don't know. Is it like Tampa or I don't know. Uh, it's not the sharks because they're sharks and not dragons. <sighs> Big sigh. Uh, you know, uh, I'm not gonna. Hmm, I'm not gonna waste too much time on this, I guess, but I want to have an answer, and I don't want to waste too much time. I'm gonna guess the lightning. That'll be my guess.
1: Uh, sorry to say that uh, you guessed wrong. This is the New York Islanders' uh, mascot. He probably disappeared in 2015, but then came back uh, after some struggling fan sales. So they thought bringing back Sparky. Uh, would would bring back the fans. I don't know how successful that's been, but uh that's where it's at. Sparky belongs on Long Island. And uh yeah. sorry to say you missed on that one. I think I we've sure gone through eight or how many have we gone through? One, two, three, four, five, six. Yeah, I'm seven, four two, for eight. four for eight right four, now. Four and four right now. So uh I do doing all right. Uh next one. Uh his name's Slapshot. Not to be confused with the former Philadelphia Flyers mascot, the one that came before gritty. Uh, these are a different team now and looks completely different because Slapshot, the flyer was frankly a nightmare. If you ever get a chance to look at that picture, it looks terrifying. And so, uh, yeah, Slapshot. And, uh, I don't think I'll give you the animal for this one. I don't think I will, even if you do ask, because I think it'll make it too obvious.
0: Uh, I know, I know this one. I know this one because Mm -hmm. I know that the Capitals have the old Flyers mascot. It's the capital. It's the bird, right? The bird is called Slapshot. Yes, it is. He is a bald eagle. All right.
1: And we're looking at five out of four. Okay, we're, we're closing in on this uh this threshold here. I think we set it at eight. And so you only got to get three of the next four. All right. All right. All right. That's hard. Next we have... I don't yeah, think I'll be able hard. to do it. Maybe I'll get this one. I don't know. This one's pretty challenging. So maybe this will be your uh, your pass. We have Nordy.
0: What? I have no <laughs> idea. Nord Like N-O-R-D-Y. <laughs> Exactly. Oh, oh wait, I have a theory. I have a theory. Is that something to do with like the Nordiques? Was it maybe this was like the Nordiques logo, then the Avalanche kept it when they moved to Colorado? That's my guess. Colorado.
1: See, that's what I originally thought when I saw the name Oh, no. But unfortunately for you, <laughs> that is not like I actually thought exactly the same thought process. I thought it's definitely Colorado's. Uh, but it's not Colorado's. First of all, if you ask me for the species, you, Wikipedia here says he is either a Puma or a bear-fox hybrid uh, wearing hockey hair. So I don't know. If, uh, anyway, this is species is questionable. And uh, uh-huh. the team is the Minnesota Wild. And uh, not too sure where the connection is there, but uh, yeah, that's where it's at. That's where it's at. Well, they're north, I guess. I guess so. I guess so. I guess Minnesota, not as north as Canada, but, but north north enough. Well, no. Um, yeah. All right. All right. No, so not on, as north enough. as Canada moving on uh we have maybe you'll get this one this one's also i'm I'm, I'm so shocked that they haven't been like sued out of their minds for this one mick e moose
0: oh yes i know this one this one's uh, this one's the winnipeg jets i know this i i laugh at this all the time they must have gotten some (laughs) sort of uh some sort of rights for it for you know make E yeah. also use that e as a middle name but this time it's, it's finishing off the word mickey instead of victory so they got mickey moose instead of mickey mouse and also it's, easy, it's kind of easy to remember because their farm team is the manitoba moose and i feel like mickey moose used to be the farm team's mascot and then like got promoted a couple of years ago i don't know maybe maybe i'm just making that up but i feel like i read something about that at some point i'm right that's the jets right
1: Yes, you are. And actually, okay. yeah, you nailed it there. He actually does double duty for mascots. Uh, oh. He does the Jets. He also does the Moose. And uh, the, the terminology is fun here. The Jets recalled Mickey Moose from the AHL in 2011. Uh, yeah. And so, yeah, he got promoted. Good for him. And uh, yeah, actually, I'm glad you pointed that out. The third instance here, just in this quiz, of E. Dot as the middle name. And so uh, we're, we're really lacking creativity in the mascot naming department. Uh, yeah, I mean, probably the same guy, probably
0: the, the same person <laughs> who named all guy. three.
1: Yeah, he probably moved on from the Jets after 2011, uh, saw that his work there was done. And then he came up with this whole uh, the scheme that you came up with earlier. And so, uh, yeah, credit to this guy. If we ever find his name, we'll be sure to shout him out. Uh, so, yeah, now, now we've got a couple of similar ones. Uh, the next two are... Uh, we have Harvey the Hound. He is a dog. In-
0: I know this one. I know this one because Ooh. because because uh, it's the the Flames, right? Yeah, it is. Okay, because for some former Oilers coach, I don't remember who, uh, like famously pulled out Harvey the Hound's tongue in a game between the Oilers and the Flames. The mascot was like getting in his face, and he just like pulled yanked out the mascot's tongue. as one of the, one of the so 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 funny. So I'll always remember Harvey the Hound's the Flames.
1: Yeah, Craig McTavish did that, Uh, and then uh, he, and then Harvey was promptly voted best mascot the next year. Uh, So you know that's yeah, it's pretty good, pretty good. Two thousand three, Craig McTavish. That long? Imagine waiting out. Yeah, two thousand three, and he really, he really went at it there. Uh, So yeah, good for you. And we got the last question. Uh, You better get this one. Uh, It's not, it's not easy by any stretch of the imagination. But here it is. Uh Oh. You either win or you lose. And this is uh this one's also gonna be a dog. Uh Bernie the Saint Bernard. They really went A plus on the naming on this one too. Uh and uh yeah. Let, let's see, let's That's see. That's the what whole you name. Think. Bernie the Saint yeah, Bernard. Bern- Bernie the Saint Bernard.
0: Okay, all right. Let me go, let me go process of elimination on this. Alright, it's not the ducks. We've been over the ducks. The coyotes are a possibility. The Bruins are uh I guess a possibility, but that just doesn't seem right. I don't think it's the Sabres. It's not the Flames. Uh, the Hurricanes, uh, I don't know. Maybe the Blackhawks. See, this really is not helping process of elimination. So far, I've eliminated like two out of seven teams. Okay. Um, there's the Avs. It's not the Blue Jackets. It's not the Stars. It's not the Red Wings. It's not the Oilers. Uh, Panthers, I don't think so. Uh, who? Else? There's the Kings. Man, you know, I feel like this is going to end with me just taking a wild shot in the dark. It's not the Wilds, it's not the Habs. Ooh, is it Nash? Ooh, maybe it's Nashville. I don't know. I feel like there's some sort of... Hmm. Thinking hard about that one. I don't think it's the Devils. That just doesn't feel right. Uh, I'm still going through the teams in my head. trying to. So I've, right now, I feel like in my head, the, maybe I've already eliminated the team that it is, and there's no suspense for you whatsoever. So I'm going to ask that... That you, you remain silent until I come up with my guess. Um, so there's the coyotes, there's the preds, uh, those are the ones that I, I'm kind of leaning towards right now. There's also the Avalanche, and I don't know, the Bruins, I don't think so. I think I'm going between Arizona and Nashville. Uh oh man. This is a tough choice. Oh, I don't know what to do. You know, if you have anything to say that doesn't give anything away, then then I'll let you talk a little bit while I think.
1: Um. Okay. Sure. Uh. So uh, it sounds like this this process of elimination, pretty good process. I'll tell you that. So uh, you mentioned a few teams earlier. A few. Yes, he's in one of the few teams that you mentioned earlier. That's your. It's a pretty significant hint, if you ask me. It's one
0: of the few teams that I mentioned earlier. I, w- I mentioned like half the teams. Uh, no, no,
1: not the teams that you, the, the what you just said, you know, you had, you listed a few names. I think you listed four teams uh, that you said were possibly it. Yeah, maybe he's one of the four teams.
0: Nashville, Arizona. What were the other? Boston, Colorado. Were those, the, uh, no, no, yeah. no tell me you already told me too. Much. Oh, yes. Okay. Uh, so it's one of yeah.
1: them. All right. Thank <sighs> you, guys. Man. This is it. For the win. For the championship. The mascot yeah. trophy. Yeah, I don't Get think the it's victory. Boston. I really
0: don't think it's Boston. Or I'm trying to pick, so like Nashville. I don't know. I feel like with Predators with such a, you got like that super scary logo. I don't know if you'd have like a St. Bernard as a mascot. But then on the other hand, maybe you want to balance it out a bit. No, I don't know. Oh, this is, This is the hardest decision I've ever had to make. Except for that other quiz we did a couple mm. weeks ago. And the <laughs> other one. And all the quizzes we've ever done. Uh you know, hmm, you got Arizona, no. Nashville, Colorado. You know, the longer I think about it, the more Colorado seems to think reason feel more reasonable. So that'll be my guess. I'm guessing the avalanche. Wow. Wow.
1: He comes out it. in the clutch. Uh I did it! What a, what a guess. It's the uh, avalanche. Incredible. It is the avalanche. Uh, wow. Uh, so, wow, hits the eight. Uh, actually, I actually have a bonus question. Uh, you want to hear, it, just in case you had that one wrong. I had a bonus question, or a redemption question. Uh, you want to okay. hear it, anyways? All right. Yeah, yeah all right. give it to me. So last week, last week when we were looking at the quiz, remember we we saw you know the finalists for best mascot. We talked about greeting. That's where we got the idea for the quiz. So yeah, it's it's a two-part question. It's a two-part question. Do you remember what team Howler was part of?
0: Oh, is that the Coyotes?
1: Yeah, that's the Coyotes. All right, all right. That one's relatively okay. easy. But the second part is... Actually, this is on the second instance. A mascot has been named Howler. Uh, name the team, the second team. The, and this, this mascot is no longer exist. And uh, name the second team that used to have Howler as a, as a mascot nickname. Or not a nickname, just a mascot name.
0: Does it, is it still an NHL team that exists?
1: Yeah, they're still an NHL team.
0: Okay. Pfft. Uh... I don't know. Um, All right, let's go. What other? Oh, the Bruins howl. Yeah, I think maybe. Is it the Bruins?
1: No, it's not the Bruins. Uh, They have Blaze the Bruin. Uh, Oh, yeah. Interesting name. Uh, I think he wears, I'm not sure what he wears. This picture here. Okay, no, never mind. That was a one-time thing. Uh, They had a picture of of him in a referee uniform, but apparently that was just uh, a one-time. Anyways, uh, the answer was Howler, maybe this will give you more of it, used to be a Yeti. Uh and so actually the answer was Avalanche again. And so uh yeah. Oh so, wow. like the moral the moral of today's story is that uh they really don't think too hard when it comes to naming these mascots.
0: <laughs> I thought see, I was under the impression that we were gonna like walk through like more at least a bigger chunk of the NHL and that I was gonna have a couple layups like Yu and gritty and carlton the baron sj sharky but uh but alas you you gave me a you gave me a couple tough ones i started off well i got finn the whale and hunter right away it was looking good then i went on a bit of a slump but i i picked it up at the end i got bang 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 three in a row to meet that threshold
1: yeah we were looking pretty precarious for that eighth threshold near the end uh when you got i think it was nordy uh you really didn't have a shot there frankly uh do but then you 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 rattled the off. You had Mickey Woos, You had Harvey. You got the two dogs in a row. Uh, I I'd say, and it was a very dramatic ending. Let me tell you, I I got oh, yeah. I got to pat myself on the back there. Pretty good design, not gonna lie. And uh, yeah, All right, there we go. Congratulations. Uh, you're the 2020 mascot champion.
0: Am I? Who who was my yes. competition? Was it just I was playing against the quiz? I guess.
1: <laughs> you were playing against the Easter Bunny. We'll say that. And. Uh, wow. Pretty big dub. Pretty right. big dub. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh. All right. So, uh, what have you been up to?
1: What have I been up to? Well, yeah, uh, you free free.
0: instead of like instead of all having right. the weekly checkup, we'll do our personal checkups.
1: Oh, we have a weekly quarantine checkup. Uh, and so what have I been up to? That's a very good question. Uh, frankly, you know, actually, I talked about. I don't know if I talked about uh watching the movie Chicken Run. Uh, a couple weeks back. I don't think I did, but I watched that. Anyways, uh, animated classic, uh, pretty damn good movie, but even better soundtrack. And so what's happening now is that, uh, now if you ever have a chance to go check out the main theme, the, the, the theme song of Chicken Run, I mean, it's so catchy. Uh, I've had it playing on repeat for a couple weeks now. And so, uh, my big project with this quarantine that I've decided to take on is I'm taking that thing. I tried to find some, you know, piano sheet music online couldn't find any that I could get for free. So I'm writing it up right now. Uh, I read, I've, I've written three pages out and I've started learning them on the piano. And that's my big quarantine project.
0: All right. that's uh, I, I would say that's a pretty productive use of your time.
1: Yeah, I'd say so. Uh, it's better than watching, you know, six hours of YouTube a day, which I still managed to do. But, you know, at least now I have something to, to talk about. Uh, what about yourself? What have you been up to?
0: Uh, what am I been up to? Actually, the I think you know about this, but I'll talk about it anyway. A couple of nights ago, I was I was playing around with my uh, my music files on GarageBand, which is the same software GarageBand that I use to edit and upload this podcast. And it said something like uh, like oh your your files are are in danger or something, and you should protect them. So I was like, oh uh, okay, I'll protect my files. And then once I did that, I couldn't access them anymore, which is very like like. I couldn't open GarageBand at all. Like I'd click on the application GarageBand on my on my desktop, and it would just say, "GarageBand, this application cannot be opened." And there was I was looking up online trying to figure out what to do. It was, it was like you need to open a I don't even remember the word. Like it starts with a T, some sort of oh, what, what's the word? A terminal. No. You need to open up a terminal, which looks like yeah, it looks like the coding stuff that uh, that you know. you you do in in like computers class or whatever in high school. And I was was, absolute nightmare and nothing was working. I tried to do an update on my computer, nothing was working. So uh, I went to bed frustrated and the next morning I woke up and I, this is what I did. I went into, I went into like the finder or whatever for applications and I made a copy of GarageBand and then I opened the copy and it worked fine. So if anyone ever has any sort of Problems opening an application on your your MacBook, then uh, then I I suggest trying that out because it worked for me. But uh, besides that, I mean um, you know it's kind of the same sort of things we did last week. Uh, I actually, as you know, I've taken quite a, an affinity to Phineas and Ferb, the animated show that I have loved for a long time. But I found a a new a new appreciation for it over this past month or so because I found there were actually a ton of episodes. That I had I had never seen because I kind of you know lost interest or not lost interest I just like never really watched it anymore around like I don't know the age of eight or nine, so so there are a ton of episodes because they kept on making new episodes till like 2015 so they're like a ton I've never seen before, uh, including the the series finale and I've also I've also uh, made a, a 64 song bracket of. 64 of the best songs from the series, because every 15-minute every episode had a new song, and I've, I've got that up and running on my Instagram story. I don't know how many other people are enjoying it as much as I am, but uh, I'm sure a couple people like it. Uh, hmm. And besides that, uh, well, my family and I, we actually we, we made a 16-thing, a, uh, a board game bracket on our, on our whiteboard we have. We filled that out together a couple nights ago. Uh, so, so that was that was fun for for a little while. So I guess I'm, I'm keeping busy. Um, School work isn't that bad right now. So, uh, but you know, uh, it's, it's up and down with with feeling totally crazy or at
1: peace. Yeah, I, I think the, that last sentence really sums it up. Uh, and uh, yeah, sounds like you're having a lot of fun times with the with the whole bracket system. Uh, after we got the house bracket done. Oh yeah, it seems I that's love bracket. Yeah, know, lots of fun. I don't know on your little, uh, on your, on your Instagram story, our uh, first little quadrant, I may or may not have uh, voted all of the underdogs without listening to the songs. Uh, You know, yeah, what I'm was that? What was that excited. about? What was that about? Uh, you know, I'm all for the underdog. You know, who doesn't want a 16 1 offset? Unfortunately, it wasn't to be because my votes or my alleged votes, uh, you know, they didn't really make a difference. But, uh, who knows? Maybe maybe you'll see my name pop up in the voting register for the second quadrant. We'll see. Yeah, that closes later today. Maybe I'll even listen to the songs. Yeah, you should, that's what you should do. Ah, maybe I should. Maybe I will. Uh, and so, yeah, if you're also looking to, to, to participate in the bracket, check out Alex's Instagram. If you're also a Phineas and Ferb fan, this is the bracket for you, it seems. And so, yeah, that's what we went up to. If you have any IT problems, it seems like Alex is the guy uh no so i'm very not i'm with, probably the last person you should go to <laughs> hit him up with all of your coding uh html css python problems uh and uh not. you know yeah if someone hacks you you know who to look for you know his okay. instagram it's the one with the phineas and fur bracket uh <laughs> so that's that's a, <laughs> i mean pretty easy to spot if you ask me all right so uh there's a bit of a shorter episode this week we did have quite an hour but uh I thought it was a pretty fun one. The mascot quiz was uh, my highlight, and so uh, yeah, thank you for listening. Hey, unless you have something to add.
0: Uh, no, that's that's it for me. Uh, I think we should do we should try more more trivia stuff like the mascot thing next week. I don't. We'll see what we can come up with.
1: Awesome. All right. So thank you for listening. Uh, and uh, yeah, we know how how trying these times are, and so uh, yeah, like you, wash your hands, stay healthy, stay safe, everybody, stay indoors as much as possible except for that you know don't forget to go outside once in a while and take a nice walk and uh, yeah thank you very much
0: this episode of fusion and hockey podcast is sponsored by sanborns boys sports novel by benji
1: millers is available on amazon order your copy of sandborn's boys today